0: power power and the money this shit is magic stan van gundy i'ma run this shit till i'm the last man running mac like that shit didn't pass back to me.
1: yes sir it's your boy tyree right now with my dogs aaron and josh and this is two-tone podcast
2: hell yeah and everything in life isn't always black and white so we're here to explore them gray areas welcome to the neutral zone and this is your boy aaron aka the Real heisman and I'm gonna be heavy with that hip hop talk. It's always gonna be 10 toes with my word, but at the end of the day, it's all love, no matter the emotion and all of that. But I'm going through life with this, you know, on this spiritual journey and everything. So let's pick up a book and read that shit.
0: What's good, everybody? My name is Josh. You can call me Vino. I'm a cat dad. I believe the easiest way to achieve wealth is by financial mindfulness. I'm on a finished journey like never before. I believe that in this world, you can be whoever the fuck you want to be,
1: as long as it's authentic. Thank you for tuning in. And, of course, back to me, like the lob boss of the board. Uh, Kyrie, 27 years. Young, of course. And uh, I have a son. His name is Kobe. Born on Kobe Bryant's birthday. Take pride in that. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, right now, I'm wondering how Aaron's feeling about becoming a dad soon. How's that feel, big dog? Yes, sir. Man, I'm, I mean, you know, <laughs> there's
2: a lot I could say about that. Of course I'm excited, I'm happy, and you know, I'm joyful, I'm grateful and everything to be blessed with the, you know, opportunity to raise a life and teach a young one and see how that turns out, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's the opportunity at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, and I'm going to make the best of it, but I'm also nervous, I'm scared and everything and you know, I'm just trying to find my way through that. So yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's going to be a crazy journey. But I know my my child is going to have, you know, a good support system behind him, not just me and, you know, my girl as parents, but as well as his family that, you know, his immediate family, my blood relatives and y'all as uncles and everything, and Keyshawn and yeah, yeah. Toro and Jalik and, you know, everybody. So, you know, yeah, hell yeah. But of course, I'm going to need some guidance from you because, you know, you a dad right now, so tell us a little bit about yeah, that, how's yeah. that been, so, I mean, how, Kobe's about what, a year and a half? About, about
1: 16 months, yeah, okay. I don't like to do too much math, but he's up there about 16 months, Yeah, and uh, he was a late bloomer when it came to walking, he didn't start walking until he was like them there, <laughs> them there, 13 months, like he yeah. was already a year old when yep. he started walking, <laughs> and, uh, he a little chubby man, he weighed like 35 pounds, man, so, I don't don't even like holding him too often because he real big bone. I call him the real definition of big bone. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of funny too. He's like a sack of potatoes. But yeah, man, I take pride in taking care of him, man. Like, I feel like anything I have, like you see, uh, I come through with new shoes or whatever, but I feel like anything I have, my son gonna have that 10 foot. My son got way more shoes than me, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? And we all matching shoes. Uh, Him... My, my shorty, we all got the same thing. I try to do stuff like that. That probably ain't the biggest things or the biggest flicks, but I feel like if I try to do anything, the least I can do is make sure my son got what I do have. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's for sure. So, so. Prioritize your kids. You can't you can't be around nobody that don't mess with their kids. You can't even trust nobody like that. Like if you stab your kid in the back, you can stab anybody in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's I, really how it be.
2: And just to expand on that, I feel like it's deeper than just even if somebody doesn't mess with your kids I feel like if somebody doesn't like kids period you probably shouldn't have them around your kids you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying that you don't like kids Josh but you don't have kids and I don't think you plan on necessarily having your own kids and everything so how do you feel as far as like not being a dad and everything
0: like that you know what I'm saying to be honest this where I'm at in my journey it just kind of was never in in the plans I've thought about it but at the end of the day right now uh, I just live in admiration you guys get to raise the next generation i get to witness it and i feel like it's only fitting for how my life is that they have an uncle that they can be inspired by That can be a great example that reinforces everything their dads believe in them is something because you guys know having the aunts and uncles it's just it's another warming feeling to have family like that Mm -hmm. and to be able to share that uncle love like they see me walking and how i talk it Definitely. just like their dads we are all the a team they understand we're brotherhood and then just having that witnessing
1: that seeing that that's just gonna be that's enough for me even if I yeah. never have a kid so how do you feel about uh, the adoption thing like the adoption process like do you ever take that like in serious consideration yeah though, we talk about it a lot honestly because I feel
0: like the least we can do is give somebody that never had a chance a chance especially when I'm working so hard to make sure that we don't want for anything mm-hmm. if we can afford it and we love kids, so it's like, why not, you know? Right. Why not adopt? Why not help somebody up? I, I would love for a little person to look up to me and, nice. like, inspire somebody and just, you know, that's why, like, that's what I'm looking forward to most about being an uncle. Like, I want them to love coming to Uncle Josh's. Summers are going to be lit. Oh, Cookouts, yeah. everything yeah. like that. Oh, like, yeah. I want them to be like, we're we going to Uncle Josh's. Like, that shit would warm my heart and just make me so happy because I love when people love being here. They I've always said I'm I want my house to be a safe haven for the people I love, so extended extend it to the next
1: generation and your kids, too. Facts. Nice. And back to you, Aaron. I mean, how far is uh, your uh, woman coming along?
2: Uh, she's about 20 weeks along now, so we're about halfway through there. We find out the gender next Monday, so on the 31st of January, but we're going to do a gender reveal, obviously because that's the new thing you know, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know of course I'm hoping for a boy and everything I Praise just want to throw that out there Praise and if it is a boy I just want to say his name will be Heisman we already so did. we speaking that into existence right now and I don't care who don't like it because it's going to happen and everything uh, that don't mean that he's necessarily going to yeah. be a Super Bowl champion Or anything like that right. It just means that You know I like that name And everything right. It's unique And everything and, yeah. and when that when If my son asks me What that name means To me And everything I mean that it means That you are a trophy You are a champion You are yourself Alone just by birth, that's uh, a trophy. That's and everything. dope. Like, uh, straight from birth, you were a trophy, and that's that's really what I wanted to represent at the end of the day. It's not just cute. because I've been the real Heisman since my high school days, like that's just <laughs> uh, that's literally just a username I came up with. Like one day, because I played, you know, I, I was in high school, I played football in high school, and you know, I was just like, you know, that was cool. That was a real cool name to me,
1: the real yeah. Heisman. I've been that ever since. So, you always found the cool yeah, show, man, yeah. Heisman is, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like with me, like I named my son Kobe, and it looked like, look like he gonna play defensive tackle. <laughs> like he's he's big, bro. Like he's built too. Like and it's like
2: crazy because Kobe was born
1: on, on his birthday. birthday, on
2: Kobe's birthday,
1: Man.
2: the year he died. The Year like, he died, and you already and and it's not like you named him after Kobe just because yeah. Kobe died you were already saying it was gonna be Kobe before I feel like Kobe, Kobe everybody passed the away Kobe. rest in yeah, peace you,
1: Kobe by the way you already planning on being Kobe rest in peace yeah. mama so it's like when it happened I was just like damn like yeah, and honestly it had me like reconsidering the you, thought I say, like, it, had, reconsider? it had me reconsidering like damn should, like, I, name him should I name him Kobe like. I name him Kobe like and it, it was fucking me up bro when Kobe passed it was like one of them days for me I remember you called it was Aaron who called me it was like I just woke up from like a nap or something I like that this me. man called me and I'm like hello Man. Like uh, yeah, yeah me too. C- Kobe, Kobe, passed passing the helicopter crash. I was like, no, bro, this TNT bro. something. I'm, nah, no, bro, this isn't real, bro. I got off the phone. I walked outside. I was like, my my old lady's not about to see me crying <laughs> because that's exactly what happened. I just yeah. walked out, in tears. But yeah, as far as naming him Kobe, I felt like it was almost a given. Especially when he was born on the day, there was no there was no, no more consideration. It was just like, oh, it's he's, a- he's Kobe
0: it's funny it's, I feel like it was gonna either be on Kobe Bryant's birthday or on national Kobe, Kobe Bryant day yeah. that's what I was thinking yeah. the whole time so it was like either way it was so fitting it's yeah, like for yeah. real, for real. Yeah, nah, like, can I
2: ask you this though like what's your favorite thing about being a dad like I know you can give a real general answer man but what's your favorite thing uh, about being a dad like just,
1: just being able to put a smile on his face man just seeing him smile because you know it's something that you did man that should that should warm anybody's heart I mean Seeing, you'll see something something. that's just something you take pride in you're supposed to anyway I don't know about all these other men or how other men come across so that ain't my responsibility to worry about them you know what I'm saying but yeah. as far as me I feel like just seeing my son smile and just being able to put a smile on his face that's like the best thing I can ask for it's like being able to provide for him and be able to do this for him or yeah. be able to give him this or give him that just things that I know he want or things that I think he wants it just feels good to me I'm That's looking forward thing. to
2: that too man like boy or girl you know i'm hoping for a boy but obviously if it is a girl it doesn't change the love i'm gonna have for my child you know what i'm saying sure. um, we just haven't thought of a girl name you know because we're trying to speak it into existence <laughs> right. you know so but you know i am looking forward to like man just that you know blessing of a young one to raise and shape you know and Right. the smile and everything I, I look forward to seeing my kids smile like even from the first time I saw that baby on the ultrasound and I saw my baby jump I heard that yeah. heartbeat I was like man you no I didn't cry but like got a little flutter though a little like flutter it like, it's like, like man it gave me this joy that like I can't even really put into words because I've never felt that kind of joy before it's feel like, like, like it that feels like your heart is on strings bro it's like man, some something bro something like, like, like. but it, what it did for real though you want to know what the main thing that expecting a kid did for me and all that stuff is just like it really put my focus into another level you know what I'm saying like it really made me focus on what I want and what I need to do to what I want to get in life and also what I need to do to support my family through life and basically overall just how I can better myself not selfishly because bettering myself would
0: also benefit everybody around me and so it kind of just made those priorities align and Exactly. Snapping the picture real right. quick. Like, I gotta yes, focus. Sir. It's not time to play. Yes, sir. It's game time, basically. So, what's up?
1: You getting busy?
2: Hello? Alright, so look, let me ask you this then. So, what are some of the things that your dad taught you that you think are key to pass down to your son? You know what I'm saying? Or you are son.
1: <laughs> Honestly, this is another thing I was going to speak on that nobody else mentioned, but the most valuable thing that you have is really time. Like I'm just glad I have the time to spend with my son like I have. Like it's nothing more that I could ask for more than that is time. Nothing's more valuable than that. Like My dad may have not done this for me or done that for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he tried. Like, he tried to do it, and he put in time. Yeah. So for that, I'm thankful for my dad at least. And I feel like with my son, I I love spending time with my son. I don't know why some people don't like getting their kids. I feel like it's weird to me. It's like, who don't want to spend time with their kid? That's weird. Yeah. That's just my opinion on it anyway.
2: And with you being Kobe's godfather, like, what has that done for you? Like, has that, like, I know you're excited about that. You know, I'd be honored to be Kobe's godfather (laughs) as well.
0: But, you know. I don't know. So, I feel like there's also, like, just a small bit of like, I not want to call it ego with it too, coming from Italian descent, yeah. that I get to be a godfather, but it's not that deep for me. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, I'm his uncle, I'm just family. Like, God, God forbid anything ever happened to Kyrie or Gigi, yeah. and I have to. So, I would rather be an uncle from afar <laughs> than actually have right. to take the mantle of. So, at the end of the day, it's more of like just a, an Italian descent flex that I enjoy, oh, but yeah. it's not that deep. At the end of the yeah. day, I want my brother to live and raise his own son. So. It's, fun. it's cool, you know? It's a nice little title, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a just, title. It's just like the thought, the thought. You but like, yeah, the thought. Like, of you yeah. holding
1: Kobe, like, you don't ever get, like, the feeling of, like, yeah, like, because you yeah. told me before, he was like, I never even liked kids before. Like, exactly. I, really I was scared of kids, kids until. Kids, right? not, yes. not like
0: kids, that's my mistake, but. I'm yeah, I feel like I was really, I was scared of kids. I had never in my life been around kids. It just, I wasn't like, I in my way. life. And so. I had, you know, cousins and things that I grew up with, but they were all, like... But at the end of the day, when he, like, said that he wanted me to be Kobe's godfather, it, like, snapped something in me. Not only that, like, I was scared of kids, but it's like, okay, well, it not an option. You can't be scared. Yeah. You're his godfather. You're, if, you know, God forbid something happened, you have to take on a certain mantle. And so then I just started, like, enjoying the pureness of what a child was and seeing how... Like, just a beautiful spirit Kobe is. And just, like, this kid is just dope as hell. Like, I love this kid. And then it grew up to be, like, Carter's dope. He wanted to play all those games on his phone. And I was like, hell yeah, let's play those games. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, kids are really just, like, so pure. And just the energy that you can kind of, like, you know, plug into and feel the spirit of, like, pureness. And I feel like if you try to be a good person, you kind of just can't help but like kids. Because yeah. kids don't mean harm. Kids don't know any better.
2: For real, man. And that's true because... Like you said, like when you mentioned Carter, that's my stepson for the people that I don't know. And he taught me a lot as far as I've been around him for I'll basically when the baby gets here, it would basically be two years with his mom or three years with his mom. Excuse me. Right. So it's like I've been in his environment for about I wasn't there right in the beginning. So I probably may have been there for about a year and a half or so. But I've been there long enough to where I've gr- bonded with him. And learned a lot from him as a child, not just, like, me teaching him stuff. But I've learned a lot from him as a as a, an adult, learning from a child, I mean, how to be around them more and everything and be an adult figure rather than me being an uncle. Excuse me, being an uncle to, like, somebody like Kobe or my uh, blood brother's kids, you know what I'm saying? But, like, actually being a father figure in a kid's life. So, you know, I feel like that prepared me a little bit. Now, he was a little bit older when I got there. He was about four so, you know, it's an older kid, so I'm not familiar with babies, babies like that, but I know definitely I'm prepared as far as dealing with kids to a certain extent because right. of Carter and everything. And, you know, that's that's something I'm definitely gonna take and, you know, apply to when let's do
1: it. You know, it my kid material. Re- it really takes it really takes a lot of patience. Uh I wouldn't say it's uh you have to be tolerable because you don't I mean, you tolerate a child, but it really just takes a lot of patience to to, to deal with a lot of things that comes with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's it's hard. It gets hard sometimes, just know that. <laughs> Especially in the newborn stages, mm-hmm. uh, it gets really tough. And uh, most of the time, uh, your girl will probably be, like, hurt. She's still, like, stitched up because she just gave birth to a, a big-ass baby, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you're going to have to play the role of, of a lot. You're going to have to play the role of, like, feeding changing especially in the newborn stage like so you might want to get over that little ugh, that stage of want to throw up and shit like you got you got to get over that real fast and once you really have a, a child it's going to go from like oh that's nasty to like it's like oh throw up in my head to not get on the floor like that's what it's going to be like for you i'm just letting you know now like it's, it's going to be completely different like you, you ain't gonna be able to be scared of of, of poop or, or throw up like you just gonna have to. I'm just that's just a part of it, and, kids, like bro come on, bro chill <laughs> out. Like that's that's how I be. I <laughs> swear to God, bro. It, just being a father completely changes you. Like the way you have to nurture a child and just bring them up, help their development, just just all that. You just gotta be there, like, and you gotta stay there from day one. I feel like don't you know, let nothing happen. Uh, whatever comes between y'all, like, yeah, that's cool or whatever. But I feel like just a child, I just I just wanna be there full time. I ain't taking no risks, no sacrifices. I'm going to do whatever I can to make whatever work or in any way whatever that's saying or whatever. But yeah, I just want to be there for my son,
2: 100%. Sir, I feel that, man. You know, like, even me not being a father of my own biological kid yet, you know, like you said, but being there for a kid, for your kid, I do consider Carter my son. Not saying that his father isn't in his life or anything like that. It's just being a stepdad, you can't look at it as that's my stepson and treat them any different. I'm not into that. You know, I've been there and done that. I've been the stepkid. Yeah, you know,
0: you to treat like and, a stepchild. Uh, yeah. yeah, so
2: as a father I've learned from my stepfather, my ex-stepfather not to do that to a kid if I ever became a stepfather. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, I used to make jokes about being a stepdad and all that stuff until it actually happened and everything and, you know, it's like it's funny how life works, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever like treat Carter any different just because he's my stepson or anything. I do look at him as my son, and you know, I do, you know, I do anything for him. At the end of the day, right. you know, I wouldn't look at him any type of different from the kid that we're about to have. I love them both equally, and man, I can't wait to teach both of them how to, you know, steer this path through life and all that stuff. So, right, yeah, life a, is a tr- tricky. one. Yes, sir. And I wish we had some of the wisdom that I had now at the age that they're at. You know, Carter's about to be six tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And so what I'm trying to get at is if I had the wisdom I had now when I was six, (laughs) I would probably be in a way better position than I am. not saying I wouldn't have the family and the friends and the people around me today. No, I'd want all that to be the same. But we'd all be set up in a better position. Okay, so
1: so if it yeah. came down to it, would you would you take the red pill, or would you take the blue pill? I mean, I mean, would you, you take Would you, you take the pill that take you back? Morphies, you, you gotta would explain. It, to would me. you take the pill that'll take you back to to like a six year old, like Carter's age, and you get the wisdom that you have, or would you take the the pill that you just go and you are like fifty five retire and you got ten million dollars or something?
2: Um, I mean, I'd probably go to the, if I had to choose between the two pills, right. then I'd probably take the red one and go back to six years old with the wisdom now. 55. Now, why does he have to be
0: 55? Said, cause
1: Cause he's he's aged him 25, 25. Right, But you, but you, all right, put it like this, not 10 million, you have like a billion dollars and you're 50 years why old. Why don't you just
0: give him his money and make him younger, like 27, for 10 million? I'd rather just go to that's the me. age of six. I mean, with the way
2: that he explained it, if I had to choose between those two choices, yeah, yeah I'm going to age six. I feel like that's a no-brainer
0: you get to live. for a lot of people. yeah, You know what I'm saying? You get to live the best years of your life over instead of being 55
1: old, saggy yeah. and rich. All right, so what? You get to be 30? When we say you get to be 30, that's you right. have... Or you get to be the same age now you have like a million dollars already. Like, that's not... Good comparison. Would you rather be six and have the wisdom that you have now, and go back to that it's, age? I mean, or would you rather be this, this age now? I don't, I don't
2: really. I'm not trying to get all into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, asking the question. <laughs> question. I was
0: asking <laughs> the question. I was thinking, like, man, we just kind of going into too much into this. So the
2: way we go in the episode every week is just by dropping some weekly wisdom for y'all. It's basically just a gem that we all want to give to y'all a piece of advice you can either apply to your life or not, it's nothing personal, but we want to start it off by telling you all to make sure you're pouring that daily tea, that time, that effort, and that attention into the things that matter to you, the things you want to be successful in, or the aspects in life you want to better, whether it's your family, um, your job, your personal business, whatever. Make sure you're pouring that daily tea into the things you want to see successful and it will happen sort of like my homie Jalik and his friend Desmond with the uh, Off Top TV podcast. Check them out every Monday um, at around noon on Spotify and Anchor and YouTube. And then also like my homie Ryan uh, from my school back th- back in the day, he started a clothing brand called Orange Royalty. That's O-R-N-G Royalty. And you can check that out at OrangeRoyalty.com. It's a real good clothing brand. I like the sweater I got on right now. It's real comfy and it's everything. Pretty dope, pretty yeah, dope. yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the crown on the logo yeah, is I was nice to The logo is sweet. So, What's yeah, that? just check that out the off-top TV and that orange royalty. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Anything y'all pouring y'all daily tea into?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always believe that our highest successes or results of our highest priorities. So, yeah, I'm pouring my tea into my relationships like you guys, my other friends, obviously my girl. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that because the greatest successes are a result of your highest priorities yes sir sure.
1: uh, yeah sometimes you gotta prioritize yourself you can't always pour from an empty cup so uh, take that with a grain of salt I mean you gotta focus on your priorities and and also it's okay to fall down just don't stay down you always gotta get back up yes sir
2: man that's a gem right there you can't pour yeah, from like an empty that. cup that's definitely key make sure you're pouring that tea into yourself but oh, I like geez. how
0: we're pouring tea into other people we want to be successful too
2: Yep. And I also like how we pouring that tea into that Two-Tone Podcast. You know what yes I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. We're going to wrap it right there for you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check us out on Anchor, Spotify, and YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Everything is Two-Tone Podcast. That's just a regular yes, number Two-Tone know, Podcast. And, uh, you know, we'll see do you next week. 12 check 12 us out. The
0: traffic, day gets slow. Just them, Two-Tone Podcast. Let's go. Damn. Bitches
1: lying on my name. I ain't hit it yet. Freak bitch. I sit back, fuck some bitches, put V Roy name on my 50k. And
2: y'all just got up on Book of Music. What? Ain't gon' say too much on the internet, yeah. but shorty know yeah. he been a threat. Mm, mm. Uh, turkey talk, huh? Uh, uh, Niggas mumble under their tongue. Uh, tell that nigga to talker. Uh. Uh, uh, he gon' spot you uh, say my name too crazy, he do walk walker. Uh, uh, MIPO uh, on my uh, ass, uh, don't uh, call uh, my phone, do popper. Uh, 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 I'm what?